Hello guys, Jack here from Jack Makes Happy Hour podcast. And yes, the rumours are true. We're heading back out on tour in May 2024. 68% of the tickets are already sold out, but there are still a few left at Edinburgh, Newcastle, Manchester, Birmingham, Leeds, Cardiff, Sheffield, Nottingham, Bristol, Bury, and our home city of Norwich. So don't waste any time. Grab your tickets today and come and watch me, Alfie and Robbie live. And me. Mainly me, Alfie and Robbie, though, isn't it? Yeah. HappyHourLive.co.uk. See you in May. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Happy hour. Wow, we're back. The boys are back. Me, Stevie, Robbie. <laughs> Welcome back to Happy Hour. That's good. What I was... felt like you were on a skateboard when that was happening. Yeah, like, yeah. Cool. I just finished playing Tony Hawk's. Yeah, what, what, he, I, meant, is... I meant an actual skateboard, not a game of. <laughs> what were all the arm movements? It was like pow, like just pow. Like people might be not feeling great today. Might have been a tough w- weekend. Like, so you having a seizure helps. No, so. no, no. Whoa. Whoa. That's what it looked like. Whoa. It's a bang. We're back in your ears and back. What's the voice? Just listen. I've been playing Tony Hawk. Bang. We're back in your ears. (laughs) I I really liked it. Thank you, Robbie. I'm glad you're back. Semi-regularly. Yeah. (laughs) Semi-regularly. You're already going, well, you might not be here next week. Well, you're always on trains and stuff, aren't you? Yeah. I think... Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm not always on trains, no. Listeners, let me just say, he is always... On trains. Sometimes I'm on planes, but mostly trains. Uh, any automobiles in there? Uh, I got a taxi here because I was running late. Did you? Yeah. That's the commitment you put in for the pod. Yeah. £9.60 for something I could walk in 20 minutes. Are you invoicing me? I, I wasn't going to, but now you've brought it up, maybe. <laughs> How long uh, did no. the taxi I'll take? Stevie. Um, not long. Five minutes or so, really. What was the driver like? Nice, polite. Yeah. Didn't have any chat. I didn't. I chose not to chat. Too. My mate got in a taxi with a um taxi driver actually yeah there was that's one in good there, yeah uh, the other day and the taxi driver was banging banging to cars right and he just kept asking my mate about cars and my mate had to tell him about three times i know nothing about cars and then he was like yeah but what do you think of this one this one's like hybrid electrics i know nothing about cars mate so uh, there's nothing worse than being in a taxi when the driver's talking about something you're not interested in Taxi drivers in Norwich, I find, are very have very strong views on roadworks. Yeah, now that there shouldn't be any roadworks. I have once said, I mean, the thing about the roadworks is they do make the roads better. Yeah. Oh no, did not like that. Did he not? No, it was just he didn't want the logic. He just wanted to moan about the roadworks, which I get, <laughs> sort of thing. There are a lot at the moment. Yeah, but yeah, but then the the big roadworks. I mean, this is. I'm back, everyone. Yeah, <laughs> Um, the, the A11 ones that have been going on for nearly a year are clear now, and yeah. it is a fucking joy to That is horny, there. that, isn't yeah. it? That is horny. You can just fly down there as fast as you want. Does it f- Probably not, but does, does it feel <laughs> Do you much... have an autobahn? <laughs> does it feel much better than it did before the roadwork started? Can you remember? Oh, better. Yeah. I, I just reversed down there. 
Yeah. Uh, 80. I'd do donuts. <laughs> I'd love to see you reverse at 80 miles per hour. State of my car. You don't want to see me reverse at 15 miles an hour, mate. Jack's had his car altered because he's hard to have like five reverse gears and one forward. <laughs> he drives just, like that I to be fair. everywhere backwards. Yeah. My neck's in agony. <laughs> yeah. Don't know why you do it, really. <laughs> Is it cool? Is it a kook? Hey, guys, look what I've done. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been up to, Stevie? Uh, well, I've done my driving test. I did that on Wednesday. Okay, and I've got this bit of paper here that you've given me, which we won't say anything about yet, but we'll just we'll keep going. And Whilst we're talking about cars, yeah. yeah. So what, what's the bit of paper? Well, you gave it to me, and we'll, 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 just, we'll just go with it. We'll just see. So I've got this bit of paper. Um, right, okay, so you did your driving test. I did, yeah. This is big news, isn't it, Robbie? You've actually done it? Yeah, did it on Wednesday. Did uh, he? Is he really? Yeah, yeah. I, just didn't, I just didn't tell anyone. I didn't tell anyone right. when I was doing my theory. Genuinely has done it. We don't know the outcome of this yet, but the fact he's left this to say on the podcast means he's definitely passed. Yeah, he definitely has. Because <laughs> the reason he's not told anyone is because he, if he hadn't done it, he's just no, told us. No, Jack knew I was doing it. I uh, thought you'd done it on Thursday. Well, either way, that was yesterday. Yeah, but still, the lines are blurred. Yeah, it does sound like... Yeah. The, they were only blurred because you got it wrong. True. Because <laughs> I told you what we were meant to be doing on Thursday. Did you Did you reverse the whole way around it? Yeah. Did you? Yeah, that's class. always instant pass if you do that. <laughs> yeah. Anyone I, listening out there who's got yeah. your test coming yeah. up, reverse the whole way. Yeah. Oh. I, I love you, Stevie. I think you're a really good friend. I'll be gutted if you passed. Thanks, I think, mate. I think for the show, it's much better. It is so much. If better. you fucked it, but I've got this bit of paper here, so we'll we'll um we'll see. So can can you reveal? Did you pass? I did. <sighs> I did pass. Okay. Congratulations, Stevie. On on passing your driving test, Robbie, you failed. I said that you failed, but we've got to go along with it. Okay, fine. Um, how many minors did you get? <laughs> we one, only one minor. Yeah, I know less than I'd normally have on a Wednesday. Carry on. <laughs> Congratulations on only one minor, Steve. Do you have? I still got to keep reading this. Go on. I'm intrigued, so yeah. I'm just pretending you failed. Yeah. I just need some... Sorry. Co- some, some... So, I was so happy when I came here. I was really excited. Yeah. It's fucked the mood a bit, actually. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry for passing. No, it's actually it's fucking... So unre- it's just unrealistic. It doesn't seem right. Are you sure you did it? Yeah, first time as well. What One minor. What was the minor? Uh, it was actually a really annoying situation. Bloody ambulance. Um, I was. He was telling me to like follow, to go to Yarmouth. Like right. just by the road, by the to get ice cream. <laughs> You're so good at driving. Yeah. Fuck this <laughs> yeah. you, mate, you, I'm passing you, mate. Just, just go, follow up, chase that ambulance to Yarmouth. Yeah, the snails ain't going to get on themselves. <laughs> he just went, follow the signs to Yarmouth. And my instructor had told me before, like, if, you, if he says that, because it can come up sometimes, stay in the right-hand lane when you're going up to this first roundabout. Because although you can go the right way in the left, it's easier if you're in the right, ready for the next roundabout. Yeah. So cool. He said it and I went, I know where to go. Went in the right-hand lane, and the second, maybe five seconds before I got to the roundabout, ambulance sirens start going on, and I'm like, fuck, I need to move. So I have to go into the left-hand lane, and then waiting at the roundabout, and then I say to him, I'm going to go back over to the right-hand lane, because I know it makes it easier. But then, like, a sports car came speeding up behind. I, I was fine, but then I think he got a bit annoyed, and he decided to undertake me. Sorry, my dad started calling me. Um, he's taking me car shopping tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> is he? Yeah. So, is he? Um, were, you, yeah. Were, were you nervous? 
Um, yeah, a little bit. I did a few mock tests with my instructor. Right. And she was like, I'm going to put it in kind of the worst situation. So she just went silent for <laughs> him. She was the front line of Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I'm going to make it like the one that you'd hate the most. So right. just went silent for the whole mock. And I, I hated it so much that when I got there and I met the instructor, I just said to him, I was like, by the way, if we can talk as much as you can, that'd be great. Oh, really? Yeah. Because, and she, well, she said that a lot of um, people doing the tests would prefer to talk, but they don't want to distract the driver. Yeah. So I just pre-warned him. I just said, look, I'd love to talk. And we just spoke the whole way oh, around. Really? Yeah. Instructor in backy? I don't know what you just said. Did you have the instructor in the back? No. No, I did it on my own. Oh, really? Yeah. I had mine in the back once. <laughs> on which attempt? Sixth. <laughs> the instructor in the back? Yeah. Why don't they don't they sit next to you? No, because no, what? he's oh, saying like his. Oh, yeah. right. oh right, sorry, not the test guy. Yeah, because yeah, because just sit in the back, mate. I'll be all right. Yeah. Like a chauffeur. I'm always looking over my shoulder anyway, so yeah. I just look eye contact the whole yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. That makes it the sound back. like you're being followed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the back when you're reversing is the front. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, I had him in the back on the sixth because I thought they keep failing me for no reason. What did you fail for on that one? Well, there was every time there was reasons, but no, I know. But know. the one when your instructor was there, because then they would have seen it happen. Well, I, I, I that was the, I think that was the one where I went up to the roundabout and they had to use the brake. Uh, yeah, uh, it's not great if yeah. someone has to brake for I'm you. Still convinced myself that I could turn this round. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, congrats. Does this mean you'll be driving to London then? Uh, once I get a car, if okay. you need me to, I, I'm capable. If you'd want me to, I've, I've come up with some ideas for cars for you. Go on. Uh. I don't know if any of these will work. Um, well, hopefully they work. Have you thought of a Porsche 911? <laughs> have you seen how much you pay me? Yes. In that case, Porsche 718. I don't know what that is. 718, you'd probably say it like that. About, about nearly 200 worse. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what about, we're in Norfolk. What about a Lotus Amira? Why are you just saying sports cars? Because I googled sports cars. <laughs> Why do you think I drive a sports car? It, it would be good closure after the sports car was responsible for your minor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be my way of getting them back. Yeah. Yeah. Now look at me. I'm causing people to get minor. I, th I think because of that, you can take his car. This is how like this pink works. pink slips. Yeah, this is how this works. They yeah. beat me there, really, because he undertook me in the end. It's pink slips. <laughs> well, yeah, what pink slips? What? what You've heard of pink It's like when two people race and pink slips are saying, if I beat you, I get your car. Oh, what, what? is it? Where does this happen? Where would you, you hang out? <laughs> is, this, is this Yarmouth again? <laughs> You've never heard of Pink Slip. I've got a Stevie, image of Stevie in some like Norfolk version of the Fast and Furious. <laughs> well, that yeah, it happens in the Fast and Furious. Stevie and Vin Diesel on Yarmouth Seafront. Yeah, it's like in like Tokyo Drift when he's like, oh, let's race. And he's like, ah, oh, I only race for slips. Is that what he says? Yeah, I think like, so. No underwear. <laughs> DK, brother. So yeah, I'm doing that now. Doing That's what? how I'm going to get my first car. I'd love to see, but, see you just join a car club. Sorry, how are you going to race to get... You're going to race him on foot if you don't have a car. And if I beat you in a foot race against your car, I'll use I my win instructor's your car. And your car. trainers. Right. I'm not going to do any of that. I actually went to car shop. Yeah? Oh, don't go there. No. no. Spent about three hours there. Yeah, they um, don't let you leave. Yeah, it wasn't until like right at the end he asked if I wanted to test drive the car. Yeah, after. what car was it? What car? Um, well, I, I said I wanted... <laughs> I said I wanted something with like decent boot space because I'll be going over to Wales and stuff on occasion. Children so, in the boot. He was t well, Isaac would be in the back. Right. But um, that's not what I was the boot. Not no. in the boot. And he'll be alive. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, 
where am I going with this? Yeah. So I, I was like, looking at, I was looking at a couple of cars and then he basically just kept making them bigger and bigger and more and more expensive. <laughs> like, like, what is he a wizard? <laughs> yeah. Is he a fucking wizard? Yeah. You like this one? Have it even bigger. Yeah. Let's have two more doors. It's a limo. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I'd look at one car and then he'd go, yeah, but why wouldn't you get this one, which is four grand more? Oh. Yeah, probably because the four grand, mate. But it was really uncomfortable. I was just sat there going, yeah, yeah, no, no, that looks decent. And, um, then it wasn't until like after being there three hours, he was like, do you want to test drive one of these? I was yeah. like, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. And I hated the car I test drove. Why? Like the clutch was crazy heavy, yeah. like hard to push down. Yeah, I know what that means. Do you yeah. know what a clutch is? No. That's the bit that you use to change your gear. Okay. Yeah. So that was like really, really heavy. And then this is just a modern car thing, but I hate not having a handbrake, like an actual stick. Right. Like it's like, and it had this like auto lock system. Oh, that's out of your budget. So all the modern stuff. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. Like, it basically meant that if I put the car to a stop, it would just stay still for me. I wouldn't have to put my foot on the brake. And you don't want that? No, because me having my foot on the brake is my safety. I know I'm doing that. You can still put your foot on the brake. <laughs> nah, I didn't like that. It scared me. But the, what? But, like... The, I'm the not trusting the you, car to stop for How me. heavy the clutch is cannot be the reason you pick a car. You'll get used to that in like a, an hour. Nah, not for me. And it was massive. Because as I said, he just kept making them big. I was like this big old Kia thing. What's, what's your car budget, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, well, not much. The less I can spend, the better. Well, like, I mean, obviously, yeah. But, but I mean, what? A few grand. Okay. Like, got low, though. And like, he was really like, he was nice. But like, it felt like I was like, oh, I could, I'd buy that car outright. And then he was like, yeah, but if you're willing to put that much down, why not do it as a deposit and then do finance? And I was like, you, that finance is definitely the way you earn money then, isn't it? Yeah. Why don't you use all that money you made from merch on tour? Yeah. I've crunched the numbers. You can get a go-kart. I've been in a little bit of, um, little bit of trouble. Have you? Yeah. Right. I've, so, so my week's not been amazing, I'll be honest. Okay. Right. In amongst the probably 30 hours of Fortnite, um, I've had a run-in with death, kind of, potentially. Oh. We'll find out. And the law. <laughs> oh, wow. Which one do you want first, lads? Let's start with the law, because death sounds quite serious. Okay. Um, so, Friday night, I went to uh, the seaside, went to Suffolk, went to a place called Albrough. Uh, they're having a joining. Did little... you get the ice cream? That's where I was going to go in prison, wasn't it? And... So good. H and J. Yeah, that's why I'm having it for my death and row meal. Oh, do you know what? I, I I went the weekend before as well. Stayed down there a few days. I think I had about five ice creams. I went nice. for I went, I mixed it up. Went for raspberry ripple. I went for uh, strawberry chocolate. All the all the classics. Was this before or after you had that photo taken of you on the football pitch? <laughs> Before. Before, right. Okay. <laughs> Although I have not slowed down. I have no idea. So, so, so um, I went down on the Friday night because the, the, the town that's adjoined to Aubra, uh is is called. Um, I can't remember what it's called. You died. <laughs> <laughs> Someone is buffering. Check your maps. Doesn't matter. No, it don't matter. Well, I don't know. I don't know what the story is. Right. So, so there's like a there's like a lock, right? About a mile and a half down. So you park at Aubrey, you walk down. They have this end of sort of summer carnival. So they have all these boats come on the water. It's at night time. It's quite nice. All these kids like design these boats. All these fireworks, and it's quite. It was quite a lovely. lovely. Yeah, it was a lovely wholesome night. And then um, went with Fiona and her niece, and 
at, at the end of the night, it was about midnight, went back to the caravan and realized I didn't fit on the sofa bed because uh, it was a pull-out thing. I thought, oh, I can't really do this because I get I struggle with my sleep anyway. The amount of times I've gone to a hotel with you and mm. you've come back downstairs and gone, I don't fit in the bed. Yeah, it's horrible. It's horrible. And that's not because of my height. That's because of the five ice creams. But Jabba the Hut. So I said to Fee, I was like, right, I'm going to go. I'm going to go back to Norwich, right? So it's about midnight. She's got an image of Fee as like Princess Leia and Shane's feeding you ice cream in her bed. <laughs> I wash myself with a rag on a stick, and so, so I get in the car, um, and 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 like let's 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 face it, right? I'm not a good driver. We've this has been hot topic on the podcast. Because you keep going backwards. <laughs> I'm driving home. I'm I put my podcast on. I, my, my podcast of choice for this evening was um, the Fozcast, Connor Cody. Right. Okay. It was about an hour and fifteen minutes long, or something like that. And my journey home was about an hour and two minutes. So I thought. I'm going to go nice and slow. It's midnight. It's raining. It's dark. I'm going to take my time, uh, get this podcast in. So I drive back, smooth, fine, lovely. Get to the NDR, and there's a police car with its lights off just driving around normally. So there's a fast lane, but I'm going about 50 in the 70 anyway. So I just stay behind the police car. So I'm just following it for about five, 10 minutes. And then all these other cars are like overtaken because it's there's room to do that but i just thought no i'm in no rush anyway but then i started you know when you when you go through like airport security and you start thinking shit do i have like loads of heroin on me even though you've never had heroin i started thinking like shit like am i doing something wrong by not overtaking him and then the police car moves over to the fast lane but is going slowly as if to go come on then like come forwards so i was like all right now's my time so i'm undertaking but that's what he's he's on his moved and going slowly yeah and he's indicating right to go right at the roundabout i need to go left so i just go up past him normally fine and then as as i go left he just changes and comes left behind me i'm like this is weird so i carry on driving i almost get to mine and he's right behind my bum and he puts this he puts his blue lights on and i think am i being pulled over for like the first (laughs) time ever and uh turns out i was and he comes up to the window and he goes uh uh, you've got quite considerable damage on your car, uh, which I have. And I, and, <laughs> and, and I went, yeah, that's been there years, mate, like that. And he went, years? And I went, yeah, but, and I went, can I get out? And he was like, yeah, fine. So I got out and I looked and there's all that scrape down the side of my car. I went, yeah. that's been there about a year and a half. I did that in Stoke. He went, that's a hazard. I went, it's not. I went, I've, I, li- yeah, I had it in the garage. So yeah, like It's been in the garage loads. They say it's road legal, right? He was like, no, this wheel trim's sticking out. So I look, and then my wheel trim is like one of the one of the bolts is slightly coming down, and it's sticking out, um, maybe half of an iPhone, right? I can't great measurement. measurements, yeah. right? But not not a lot, right? And he says he says that <laughs> that's when you do the right for money. You measure things with iPhones. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get my ruler I've made out of iPhone 14s. <laughs> and it's just sticking out, and then he and then he uh, I go, oh okay, I go that that happened yesterday, which it genuinely did. I went, my missus just sort of like popped it back in i went that must have just come back out i said this other thing has been there a while and he went can you stand on the grass for me please sir so i was like yeah so i walked around the car and i stand on the grass and he's asking me about how i did it and stuff like that and why why i think it's all right to drive and i'm just being polite friendly just chatting i'm i'm fine um and then as i'm talking to him i'm just like don't know what to do with my hands so i put my hand in my pocket and i get some chewing gum out right but i'm just looking him dead in the eye and i'm just ripping the top of the packet off and I'm just going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, not hiding it or anything, just talking. And I go to put a bit of chewing gum in my mouth. And he goes, stop, stop. He goes, do not put that in your mouth. And then I go, 
okay. I start to panic. <laughs> he goes, I'm going to breathalyze you. And then I go, what? <laughs> and I go, okay. Like, and he obviously thinks I'm trying to disguise yeah. that. And then I go, oh, oh, oh God, I didn't even realize. And then he went, have you been drinking? And I went, mate. And I said this, I went, I love a drink. I went, I have not drunk in about four days. I went, I've just been to the beach with my missus and I couldn't sleep on the sofa bed. So I've driven back. He was like, okay, what's your name? So I give him a name. And then he runs over to his plate, to his car, like jogs over to his car to get one of the tubes out for the breath. And I'm quite excited because I've like, yeah, yeah I've like, I, I've never been. And how, like, I'm quite horny for it coming back 0.0, like yeah. on your way, chump. Yeah, like jog on, mate. This is great content for the pod. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, and then he and then he comes back about two minutes later. He knew a lot about me at this point, so I think he'd just run a check. Yeah, did uh, you hit a fat cunt? <laughs> <laughs> and he comes back and he just goes, um, he just basically goes, I've got no tubes on me. And I thought it was Friday night. Yeah. <laughs> You're pulling people over for drink driving all the time, like you, but he'd run out. Yeah, maybe a good point. <laughs> Fucking hell, you're fed. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, he goes, I've got no tubes on me. He goes, I'm confident you've not been you've not been drinking. And then, but I was, that's weird that you just changed this tube. Changed it. And then he goes, and also I can tell you're almost home. Uh, so I'll, I'll, I'm happy for you to carry on driving, driving home. And he said, but do me a favor. Don't drive this again with that like that. And I went, how do I get it to the garage? And he was like, don't know. I was like, can I just rip that off? And he went, yeah. So I just ripped the wheel arch off. And what, in front of him? Yeah, just went, all right, pulled it off, and then drove home. Fucking hell, your car. Your car yeah. is bleak, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I love yeah it. boy. So that's my running with the feds. That's cool. Yeah. And now you're running with death. Yeah, I went to the toilet, and... Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you say you got locked in a toilet again, I'm done. <laughs> that was not death. No, I went to the toilet and had a bit of a health scare. Like, it was... um. Trigger warning, blood, a lot of blood. And you wow. know, bloody urine. No, 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 poo poos. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, cool. And so obviously, I lost my fucking head. Like, yeah, went, I can't imagine you'd have coped with that brilliantly. No, nah, I didn't go well. Went very white. Thought I was going to pass out. Fee went, you need to go to doctors. I went, I'm never going to doctors. She went, you're going. I went, all right. So, <laughs> good argument. So, she called up, booked me an appointment because apparently I'm in a, unable to do that as a 30 year old man. Uh, and then I had to go in to the doctors which i was already panicked about massively but got it done and then um it was a female nurse player yeah and she she so she's asking me loads um questions and that and said it didn't it weren't normal so i'm like, oh, fair enough <laughs> fair enough that is why i'm here oh, yeah, she's, she's, she said this is not normal <laughs> and then she said um she, she got me to lay on the uh on the table she felt my belly She'd just seen the photo. Yeah. Is that real? But I've seen you with like a six pack <laughs> two years ago. Just in front of it. Like, she got other nurses coming. Look at this. <laughs> Look how he's let himself go. It's like a fucking crash pad. It's only been 30 a couple of months. <laughs> <laughs> and then she felt my belly and then she went, um, would you, she went, I feel like we're going to, she went, can we, uh, can I, can I do an exam? Can I put my finger up your ass? And I went, Can you? Yeah. <laughs> Surprised you haven't already. Yeah. No, I, I, I said um, I'd, I'd, I'd prefer it to be a, a man if, if that's okay. And then she said, <laughs> Is that? He didn't want it to feel too different to normal. Yeah. Right. No, I just I feel more comfortable with it being a being a bloke than a, than a woman. Why? I don't know. I don't want her to see my ass. I thought it would be the other way around. Nah, get a guy up there all day long. I, 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 not all day long. I'm comfortable. 
don't know why I said that. Oh, but wow. I, I, I um, so in preparation to this, because I didn't know who my doctor was going to be, um, I shaved my ass like massively. Massively? <laughs> hold on, hold on. Massively implies there's limits to how you could shave it. Well, I didn't. I, I didn't go for a fade. I went. <laughs> I went bald. Wait, which bit? Like your asshole? All of it gone. Oh, cheeks. Where's the- Done it cheeks, all. Cheeks. Where do you stop? Hairy? Because like the back of my thighs are a bit hairy. Yeah. So if you if you're just to do the bump, is it suddenly hair on your legs, or do you did you go down your leg a bit? No, I kept it to like top of leg is is hairy. So it's like a hairy ice cream cone with a nice smooth buttock. Buttock cream. Yeah. I don't know if I got a particularly hairy bottom. Oh, mine was getting mad down there. I'm getting. Mad. Yeah, it looked okay. like I, it looked like I'm sat on Newton Faulkner down there. Yeah. <laughs> Mentioned a man with dreadlocks for that. Ginger dreads, wait. Oh, yeah. Is that how you yeah. styled it? I had a fucking tail. But, um, so I, <laughs> so, so I How did you shave it? Uh, just in the bath. No, <laughs> with what? Like, were razor. you going proper razor? <laughs> no. Did, with, what's the um, other option? Not a razor. Like, like, like beard mouse. trimmers. Like, you might have gone. I shaved my ass with a Phillips One Blade. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is a strange ad read. Blood came out my arse, and then I shaved my arse with a Phillips One blade. Manscaped. So funny, because just before you got here, Jack did an ad read for Phillips One blade. So there is a chance that will now be in the There you go. There you go, on brand. Uh, So so yeah, I said to her, I went, I'd prefer it if it was a man. She said, I completely understand that, but we're a female-only clinic. Yeah. She said, we've got the male doctor comes in to do stuff like this every Friday. Not speak- <laughs> I mean, that is a shit job. <laughs> no, not uh, can not you get Friday again. We've got a part-time job for you. You've got any time on Fridays? Yeah, we come around and stick your ass, your finger up Jack's ass. <laughs> no, but Bloody ass. he just comes in to do, just to do men. But I, hey, <laughs> class, right. So Was it? <laughs> so I said, nah. And then she basically wants asked me to do a sample. Oh, so you're not having the finger up the bum? No, I didn't have the finger up the bum. Why, did, why can't she put a finger up your bum? The bloke can. I want why Why not the woman? I don't get it. Because I find it a little bit too intrusive. Well, his might be thicker. He'll find more then. I don't understand. What, it's, in, it's intrusive whoever sticks a finger up your ass. Yeah, but a bloke's seen it all before. So she, it's her job. Doctor. Yeah, but... <laughs> Yeah, but I don't. I, <laughs> I've never done this before. I don't know this. This isn't really science. But can I stick a finger? Up your Hold on. Isn't all of this within one conversation that she said, "Okay, we'll get a male in," yeah. but then you said, "Okay, no, he's not going to do it." No, yeah, because what she said, she said, "Exam and then send a sample away." Yeah, but she, I, I said to her, "If I don't have the finger, do I still have to do the sample?" She said, "The sample's going to find more than the than the finger will." Yeah. Okay. So I said, well, let's just skip the finger, go sample. But you still went home and shaved your ass? I'd shaved that prior, thinking that I had a male doctor. Oh, so okay. I was surprised. You were prepped. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she was lovely. She was fine, but just not... I don't want I don't want that. So so, uh, so, um, so then I had to go home, do my business, and then get a little spoon, which they provide. So how are you doing this? Because I've had to do this a little while ago with my long-running bottom complaint. Yeah. Um. So I had I shattered a yogurt pot, <laughs> like a clean yogurt pot. That's not, not, just, a, not, not like a new flavour of fruit corner. <laughs> um, but you know what? Because you got, you got to catch it, haven't you? What, yeah. How did you catch it? To- put lots of toilet paper in the bowl. 
Okay. Yeah, that's the more that's the more humane way. Well, I did not think I'd be outsmarting you for this. They gave a list of different ways you could do it, and one of it said what you could do is put cling film over. This is the advice over the toilet seat. Okay, that would be the most disgusting moment of my life if I do that. I'd rather just die. <laughs> so you just held the yogurt pot under there. Yeah. Oh, you got to have some fucking good aim there, and yeah. I did all right. Yeah. What type of fun. yogurt? Don't matter. I don't. I don't. No, because I want to know if it's a muller corner. Did it split into two? It was like is a it sort of round a... circular, but it wasn't a corner. No, you don't. Did he use that. the bowl? Why don't you just use a bowl? You don't want to shit what? in a bowl in his house, I does it? Something I can put in the bin, the outside bin as well. I'll tell you that. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Well, I did paper, spooned it in, put yep. it in the thing. You get a tiny little spoon, don't you? Yeah, a tiny little blue spoon, and then um, so I put it in the thing. It was horrible. This is so rank. Yeah. Sorry, listeners, about this, but look, get checked. Right. That's all I'm saying. If I can, you can. And then I put it in this silver packet. But I thought, you can see it in there. It's like, you why can. do they give a see-through tube? Yeah. So I put it in a black bag inside the, the envelope. Right. And then I took it into the doctors this morning en route to this. And um, I handed it to the to the lady. And oh, you can see all my details on the bit of paper on the envelope yeah. anyway. And she said, why is it in the black bag? And I said, because it's a... It's a stool sample. And she was like, can you take it out, please? So in the doctor's surgery, I had to just pull this fucking thing out and put it in there. And I gave it to her and I was out of the door before she could even say. When was the last time you were at a doctor's? Uh, I went to the hospital in December because my ear swelled up. Right. <laughs> but apart from that, like pure like shit, you could be dying type vibes. Not not since I found the lump when I was a kid. Yeah. yeah. I think the doctors have forgotten about my ass. It was supposed to be. Rev- you remember my? Yeah. I've had a long-running thing that blighted the tour. If I'm totally honest, um, <laughs> they were referring to me to a consultant at a hospital. Nothing's happened, and I'm thinking, I think they've forgotten. I'm going to have to give them a ring. Have you rang them yet? No. Should do it now. <laughs> <laughs> what? So you you um you you don't have your results in that? Well, I'm, I'm not. I'm not even had a letter from the hospital or something. This is months ago now. I'm thinking, and I, but I've never been referred to a surgeon. Are you? Are you still having problems? It's not, it's not great, mate. <laughs> Fuck it, hell. Right, yeah. okay. Well, I'll keep How's your ass, Stevie? Yeah, fine. Is it? No issues. Jesus Christ. Sorry. Yeah. I feel so bad. I've just got good news today. Yeah. I feel really bad. And I, yeah, and I've got a criminal record. I've got a fucking death wish. Well, I hope, you, I hope your ass is all right. Thank you. I'll let you know when I get the results. I hope your ass is all right. Thank you, Stevie. Yeah. Thank you. It's <laughs> uh, the polite way to greet someone. <laughs> I'm oh. still just thinking about my ass. Yeah. Fair enough. Should I talk about stuff so that you change the subject? Yeah. Um, Hold on. Sorry, I'm just still thinking about Jack's ass as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's nice shaved ass. <laughs> like, never in my life have I wished more that I have hemorrhoids. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... What have you been up to, Robbie? Uh, <laughs> I've been to Scotland. Okay. Uh, I went up there. Uh, a friend of... Uh, mute friend of Gordon Smart, that we both know, and um, Martin Compston, who's in Line of Duty, mm-hmm. actor... They do a podcast called Restless Natives, and they asked me to go up uh, for a live show at Queen's Hall in Edinburgh, oh, where we played. Our old haunt. So um, I went up there. I was doing some little filming with them, and they wanted me to be part of the show as well. Um, and it was their tour manager, a man you might know known as John the Tour Manager. Oh, fuck. You're living and the dream. Pietro you are. Pietro was on sound. Oh, oh, my God. I'm scooping I, shit out my toilet bowl while you're knocking shoulders with the legends. the man in the world, yeah. Is, is he even Hencher? Yeah. Is yeah, he? he is looking hot. Oh, yeah. Did he mention my photo? Which photo? Fat belly. No. Okay. <laughs> Fat belly. No. He didn't, but it was great. It was great to see them. And I was part of this, this show. And um, they were... Um, we, we, I sort of got, went there the night before, stayed at Gordon's house, and the next day I was staying in, in Edinburgh. 
and we're doing the show, and I, and I didn't know what they wanted me to do as part of the show, and, and it was a bit sort of chaotic, if I'm yeah. in, in nice possible sense. It was, it was really good. Everyone really enjoyed it. Everyone seemed to have a really good night. Um, and they'd done two nights there. They did one night earlier on in the month uh, uh, there, and sold them both out. And um, and he said, I was saying there's a bit where they're talking about dancing. I went, I know, you could recreate your dance from the Soccer M dance-off in 2003. Ooh. And I'm like, what? I don't know. This is like an hour or two before the show. Like, I didn't did a dance and I just danced like twenty years ago. I don't really know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> sort of thing. So but that'll be fine, it'll be all right, don't worry. And then um Martin said to Gordon, You oh, you can dance, you two can have a dance off like this. And then Gordon was like, I don't really want to do this. I'm like, Well you I have to do it. Oh, you have to do this sort of thing. So I just drank half a bottle of wine twenty minutes before. Just not about half a bottle of wine in one go beforehand. Fucking hell. Did a little dance. But it was the kind of thing that sounds all right on paper, but the reality isn't very good, sort of thing. <laughs> I'm not sure it does sound all right on paper. <laughs> no, but no, no, think so someone's gonna do this dance. But they showed this dance off thing on the big screen and then I did the dance. Did I you... wasn't even doing the dance because it was just I was just moving my arms and legs. Right. But like they built it up to too much. What do you do? Can you show us now? And Stevie and I. Can... Oh, I can't remember. I drunk half a bottle of wine. I was just like, eh, just, just. How long did the dance go on for? Well, I didn't. I then sort of stopped and looked at Gordon because I didn't want to dance anymore. And just looked at Gordon like I was in some like, now you dance. And yeah. I just watched Gordon dance for a bit, and then I sort of mumbled something and went off. Is that all? So, so you went all the way up there just to do that? I was filming with him as well, so I did have a little vlog on my channel it's out now, and, and I did some filming for them. Too. I like that they asked you to come all the way up to do yeah, it as well. It was, no, Can you just come and dance for a couple of minutes? It's good fun, and it was, it was nice because I know Gordon quite well. I know Martin fairly well, but not as well as Gordon. But it's really interesting hanging out with him because he's like prime time BBC famous. Yeah, it's so different from every other person because like hang around people who are famous in music yeah. or in YouTube, and it's a specific section. Of society, like if we're Kendall calling, we get a lot of people coming up to us, sort mm -hmm. of thing. But you're probably all right down the bowls club, but there he's like famous with everyone, so it's like you're in boots, 50 year old women will come up to you, sort of thing. It's really weird having that thing all the time, really. Yeah, well, how often do you get stopped then? Oh, constantly, constantly. Like, if you're walking down the road, there'll be people constantly saying things, really. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Because we do live in this world where, like, you see all these, like, stories about KSI, can't go yeah. anywhere and stuff. But, yeah, there you are right. I'm just echoing what you're saying, but there's, like, yeah. very specific genres yeah. of society. Yeah. KSI is probably absolutely fine in an over-40s environment. Do you know yeah. what I mean? He, some people might recognise him, but he'll be... He, most, lots of people won't. Were many, I mean? were, were many young bucks coming up to him? There were, yeah, yeah. So it's a real mix of people, yeah. It's, it's everyone. What's everyone who watches TV, basically. What was he like with the public? Good. I mean, he's a lovely. He's a lovely guy. Yeah. Um. But yeah. But it it does make you more aware that you have to. You can't go into busy bars or stuff like that. We sort of look. You sort of going into different. It's sort of a bit more aware of what it must be like to be like. That. I know it's not the same as if you're like Taylor Swift, or it's mental. Yeah. But to to have that everywhere rather than just in select bits. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. So yeah. you enjoyed it then? Yeah, that was good fun. That was um. Yeah, it was quite nice. Nice to see John. How is he? How is John McDonald? He's great. He's he's brilliant man. It's a nice little chat with him, just all that sort of Pietro. It's just, just it's lovely, and it's nice to be back in the theatre. And it's weird because we did so many different venues. I sort of didn't really remember. I remember the outside of the Queen's, sort of the actual auditorium bit, because mm. it was quite distinctive. Wasn't oh, well, it? I can that for some reason that's one venue I can remember everything about. It's because I had the weird seating. I had the weird seating. I remember seeing Gordon there. Yeah, but that yeah. backstage bit. I was like, well, were we in this room? 
four, the dressing room. He was going, he was like, yeah, well, I came along. Yeah. 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 It was like a double here. one, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. yeah, you're right. But I didn't remember. Right. Yeah. And I didn't remember where the other bit was. I didn't realize there was a back exit. Right. Because we, we, we just went the front bit. There was a back, there was a back door as well. Did they do stage the door? Nah. Not for everyone, mate. Not no. for everyone, mate. Yeah. Can't all be us. Yeah. Um, the us. other thing that's interesting, this happened actually happened a little while ago, but it makes me laugh and I forgot to uh, mention it the other day, is um, my wife Bev is my age and most people my age don't have the same grasp of youth culture that I do by hanging out with you guys who also don't have a grasp of youth culture. <laughs> but then we have guests on that do. So, <laughs> so, um, so she doesn't always know things. Like she'll go like, Six months after Andrew Tate comes, she goes, have you seen this guy, Andrew Tate? Like, yeah, like, like six months ago, yeah. Have like you that. seen what Logan Paul's done yeah. in Japan? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's that sort of stuff like that. Or have you heard of KSI? It's that sort of stuff. And she, she called, for some reason, she was insulting me. She called me a goat or something. And I said, well, that's actually a bit of a compliment these days because goat, people say he's a goat uh, in a positive way. And she said, ah, she said, yeah, I've heard this. Doesn't it mean... What do you think my wife oh, thought? Yes. Goat. She knew it was a positive thing. What do you think she thought people were saying when they go, Leo Messi is the goat? Is she is she is she going um anagrammically as well? Yep. Okay. She, she gets the concept of it and but she doesn't think it's greatest of all time. Oh I cannot think of anything else it could be. Um it's I argue it's better. Uh, <laughs> like if you if you're called the normal goat, this is a better goat. Has she got any of the words right? She's got. She actually got two of them right. I feel like it has to start with greatest, no matter what. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. no. Um, so she's got of all in the middle, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh, how can she get of all but not all of it? It's brilliant, and I so want this to become the adopted. What it means when someone says, "Come on, the goat." I, 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 I. Do you know what? I can't even come up with a guess. Okay. God of all things. <laughs> <laughs> How good is that? Oh, that is good. Lionel Messi is the god of all things. <laughs> That's like better than being like the best footballer ever. <laughs> that is superb. That's, so That's actually like, a better loved, goat than goat. Yeah. I loved it for like 10 minutes. Yeah. After that it was brilliant. That's the goat goat. That. Yeah. yeah. That is yeah, the goat yeah, goat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like John Tormagic is the god of all things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The goat, goat squared. Goat. Did John call you handsome? Uh, I think he said lovely boy. Oh, I love it yeah. when he used to call me handsome. Yeah. Every morning you'd meet him at the bus. He'd have cold coffee there. Yeah. Hello, my handsome man. Yeah, he says oh, the best things. Just want to John. kiss you and cuddle you and yeah. put your finger up my arse, John. Yeah. Oh, you'd let him do it? Yeah. He's a bloke. Yeah, but he doesn't know what he's looking for. Yeah, well, we Maybe. still haven't found what we're looking for, Stevie. Some, some wise guru once told me that. Was it you too? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the goat goat. Right, okay. What are we doing today then? Oh, no, 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 no. We are officially... All caught up, baby, all caught up. What are we doing today? Well, the listeners will be very pleased to know that we've done quite a long all caught up there to make the rest of the episode shorter. <laughs> yeah, that's the best bit. We've done the best bit. <laughs> the best bit is talking about blood coming out your ass. That is the that's the highlight of the pod. Now it's downhill, guys. <laughs> what are we doing? So, urban legends. Oh, oh fuck off! Oh, no, you did not tell me this. No, God no! Oh. Fuck. It's not, is it? We're not doing Urban oh, Legends. Oh, oh, he's the god of all things. Yes, I swear you'll never see anything like this ever again. Drink it in. Oh. We've asked, people have been asking if we do Urban Legends again. No! no. Shit! Oh, fuck! Oh, shut the fuck up. Why do they have to speak? 
And Robbie hasn't been on an Urban Legend since three ago. We've done two mm. Japan ones without him. Yeah. But I realised that you two... I don't know if I'm band. getting the right vibe here, but I don't think you two really enjoy Urban Legends. Oh, we're sort of ambivalent towards them, mate. Yeah, I don't mind. Mm. Yeah, no, yeah, I wasn't sure. But something I did pick up on over the many episodes of Urban Legends we did together is that you seem to really like an Urban Legend if it's about a mental animal. <laughs> uh, guilty as charged, yes. <laughs> the goat goat. Like, we do not like the content of Urban Legends in general, but we are partial to a mental animal. Yeah, so- Rougarou. Yeah, Rougarou, Goatman. Yeah. Is this an urban legend mental animal special? Kind of. Oh. Have you heard of something called a cryptid? Is that the the crossword where you have weird clues? <laughs> it's cryptic. Okay. Is it um a cryptid? Is that is that where you put like mummies and shit? It's a crypt. Uh, oh, crypt. Um, or a sarcophagus. No, I'm in Iceland. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can carry Katona. I'm just going to Iceland. A cryptid, by definition, is an animal that has been claimed to exist, but never proven to exist. Right. Like so, gerbils. <laughs> what? what? I've never seen a gerbil. <laughs> I've seen hamsters and mice and rats. I've never seen a gerbil. <laughs> I thought a gerbil's just like a fat hamster, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. Stevie, he's never someone else he went to know. I know, yeah. I'm the worst person to ask about this. (laughs) Well, the first one I've got on my list is gerbils. No, so we're talking more like Loch Ness monster. Okay. So some people are adamant it's there, but we'll we'll either never know or we can't know up to this point. We do know it's not there. Not been proven that it's not though, is it? It's meant to be massive. Yeah. Big lock, Jack. Why can we not find a massive worm? (laughs) It's not a worm. Snake. Sea snake. Well, it's it's meant to be like a... <laughs> I, think, I think you should make that your aftershave when you bring one out. Sea snake by Jack. <laughs> <laughs> a picture of a big snake on the front. <laughs> We're surrounded by chicks. I'm going to quickly find out how big is Loch Ness. Oh, it's fucking massive. Yeah, it's big. So it's 56.4 kilometres squared. So even if there is this dinosaur type thing in the water, yeah. that's a lot of water. No, nah, not really. It's from here to Fetford. Also, how deep is it? I'd want to hear how many kilometres cubed, really. <laughs> Full volume. Oh, sorry. Its longest point of water is 36 kilometres, about 23 miles. Maximum width of... Oh, it's it's only 1.7 miles wide. Exactly. So it's a long old lock. It's a thin they're doing, strip. They're doing... They're starting a new bit to try and look for it now as well. Oh, see, they're still the looking. Day. That's what I'm saying. They haven't figured it out yet. Why are they wasting their time? Because... Well, imagine it is down there. It's just like a dinosaur, isn't it? It'll be a big fish. And what, <laughs> when, big fish. But when did these? When did it start? Oh, years ago. Well, yeah. I'm not. I'm not ben, done the Loch Ness yeah, monster. Ben. I don't think it's that long. I think it's like the 1900s. I don't think it's like hundreds of years. If people like this episode, I'm more than happy to do a deep dive, pardon the pun, into the Loch Ness. And think, actually, we're getting. You're, you're doing a deep dive. <laughs> yeah. oh. That is some yes. commitment. Yeah. That, yeah. that slightly trumps Robbie getting a taxi here. If you're... That's, how des- <laughs> that's how desperate it is not to get abused and Reddit. If you like this, I'll throw myself into a fucking lock. <laughs> I meant on the internet to try and find right. all the origins. Because for these cryptids, I've gone for ones people may not have even ever heard of, or just ones that I thought you two might go, that's mental. I like it. Okay. We might not ever do enough one of these episodes. We'll see how it goes. Well, there we go. Mental animal number one, please. <laughs> I'm gonna give you. Chevel. I'm gonna give you the names of um, the four that I've got, and I'll let you t- you guys choose the order we go in. Mm-hmm. So we've got the Honey Island Swamp Monster. Good. Tailed Slow Loris. 
That's real. That's a real thing. I've seen it. Okay. Jeff the Talking Mongoose. <laughs> oh, save that for last. That's the best. Or Squonk. <laughs> oh, Squonk's good too. I maybe would say do them in the order you read them because they seem to get better as you went along. <laughs> yeah. Maybe put Jeff the Talking Mongoose last. I don't know. Okay. I quite like Squonk though. Squonk. Okay, keep it in the order you had them. Yeah, there, yeah. Say, yeah. Okay, so we're going to start with the Honey Island Swamp Monster. That sounds the worst. Also known as the Louisiana Wookie. <laughs> oh, he's right back in. <laughs> That's definitely that should be the name compared to the other yeah, one. Yeah, uh, some rubbish swap ones. The Louisiana Wookiee. That's Wookie. so much better. And that the Star Wars. That's thing. like saying uh, yeah. my name's John or Mega Flame. <laughs> 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 Go with Mega Flame, mate. It's much cooler. <laughs> so the really weird thing about cryptids is that there's websites dedicated to them. Uh, so there's there's a website which is like cryptids fandom, like a yeah. wiki basically, and you can just find every no, cryptid. Oh, oh, they should call it Wiki Wikipedia. Yes, come on, it's quite good. Write to them now. So I've stolen a lot of the information from this website, which helped. But the only thing I had bad about this website is that sometimes it would say all the shit. The only thing. And I'd search the, the Google yeah. and I just wouldn't find any other website talking oh, about it. You know your problem there. Google. Use, Google's a problem. Use Bing, mate. <laughs> We're all on Bing. Ask, ask Jeeves. He's back. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. Jeeves having knows. a late surge. Talk to us there. So anyone that I couldn't find multiple websites about, I'm just not doing. Okay. So Honey Island Swamp Monster, Louisiana Wookiee. Standing over 7.5 feet tall and weighing between four to 500 pounds, the Jack. honey... <laughs> Jack set foot on the football pitch. <laughs> Why am I the fat I one now? Know. All right. <laughs> I can't say now. I think it's the five ice cream. <laughs> I Nothing the- I say now is going to be better <laughs> than Jack being a cryptid. Am I the Honey Island Swamp Monster? <laughs> oh, you're the Louisiana Wookiee. <laughs> okay. Aww, it's cute. cute the Honey Island I'd Swamp... Like, I'd like John the Tour manager to call me the Louisiana Wookiee. Hello, my little Louisiana Wookiee. <laughs> oh, I'm going to call it Louisiana Wookiee now. The Louisiana Wookiee is said to be covered in a thick coat of matted grey or brown hair and swamp weed. Its yellow eyes are seemingly reptilian, and the smell it emits has been called the stench of death. Oh, fuck, it is me. <laughs> That'd be the arse blood. Yeah. This primitive creature has long been blamed for the deaths of livestock and the mysterious disappearances of children in the adjacent areas. Popular lore in the region is that the Honey Island Swamp Monster might be the horrifying product of a union between a chimpanzee and an alligator. So a union means fucked, yeah? yeah? Yeah. Not like they've started off a trade union to get better working conditions <laughs> for chimpanzees and crocodiles. <laughs> Alligators. Oh. Who's, who's, who's fucking who? Um, I think a monkey's more human-like, so the monkey's got to do the fucking. Yeah, I think it'd, it'd be quite... I mean, it'd be weird if you saw that. It'd be traumatic if you saw an alligator fucking a monkey. Yeah, that means see, the alligator's given birth, though. Yeah, to an egg. <laughs> yeah. That was weird. Yeah, well, to an egg. It was, it? Imagine a monkey coming out of an egg. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking ass. That's a David Attenborough I want to watch. Imagine a monkey coming out of an egg. Do you know what, Jake? I will. Let me know you go on. One of the strangest legends surrounding the Honey Island Swamp Monster revolves around a train wreck which alleged... 
allegedly occurred near the Pearl River in the early part of the 20th century. According to this legend, the train was full of exotic animals from a travelling circus, which fled into the swamps after the train derailed. While most of the creatures would soon perish in the harsh swampland, the legend goes on to tell us that a troop of chimpanzees managed to survive and even went as far as to interbreed with the alligators. Quick question. Wasn't there an urban legend where there was a circus train crash? There was. That was the elephant one, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. This is not the same one. Don't you worry. I just wanted to show off that I do listen. Thank you. Isn't it mad that, like, out of the... Like, how many circus crashes can there be? Two. Yeah, but both of them spawn an urban legend. Yeah. It's because it is quite like you've got all these animals on a train. Right Someone's going to make up a story about it, aren't But there's they? none well, about Noah's Ark. That is there the, is a story. I mean, it's in it. <laughs> that best, is the urban legend. Best selling book of all time, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fair enough. So the result of this was a strange colony of reptilian-like mammals. Now, there have actually been sightings of this. What did you say before then? Did you say they were there long enough? What did you say about... So the majority of the animals died, Yeah. except the chimpanzees decided to start fucking alligators. But what was the wording you used on there so that when, you, when you read it out? Well, most of the creatures would soon perish in the harsh swampland. The legend goes on to tell us that a troop of chimpanzees managed to survive and even went as far as to interbreed with the alligators. So they've been there for a while... And they're, they're, so they're just surviving for ages. Then after a while, one of them's like, I think we should fuck the alligators. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Thank God someone said it. Yeah. I've been thinking that for months. If you was on a desert island and there was just monkeys and alligators, yeah. how long do you have to be on there before you fuck one of them? You'd go the monkey, wouldn't you? Yeah, you'd go the monkey. But all right, no monkeys. Sorry. <laughs> how long until you'd fuck an alligator? Yeah. yeah. Um, Could you? I don't really know. I mean, I've not really <laughs> thought about whether or not I'd rape an alligator. <laughs> Whoa, it's, it's consensual. Is, they're, they're... Is, it, is it though? Can it? Can an alligator consent? <laughs> well, we, yeah. What? I was going to say we don't consent to them eating us. <laughs> so it's all right to rape? <laughs> <laughs> move on. Yeah, let's carry on. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> okay, let's go to the sightings. The monster was first sighted in 1963 when Harlan Ford and his friend Billy Mills were searching for an abandoned... Harlan found him? (laughs) Fuck! Harlan, Henry Ford and someone else. He's called Harlan Ford. That's a great name. He's called called Billy Mills. (laughs) So they were looking for an abandoned cabin which was spotted by Ford in a plane deep in the Honey Island Swamp. That's why they're called the Honey Island Swamp Monsters. What sort of time is this happening? 1963. 1963. Okay. Beatlemania. (laughs) And these guys are looking for an abandoned thing. The friends reached a clearing where they spotted the creature, who kept eye contact with them, but only for a moment before escaping into the underbrush. Describing the creature, Ford said, it was nothing like I've ever seen before, ugly and sinister and looking like something out of a horror movie. 11 years later, in 1974, Ford and Mills returned to the area on a duck hunting trip. The two found several dead boars with their throats torn out along the way. Realising the boars were too far from the water to have been killed by alligators, they began to suspect the monster they encountered years earlier was involved. I've just, I've just realised when you said duck hunting trip, you meant they're shooting ducks, didn't you? Yeah. I thought they were looking for ducks. What? <laughs> I thought they were looking for ducks. Trying to spot one. There's one. <laughs> duck hunting trip. Let's see yeah. if we can find one. Like bird watching. Yeah, yeah let's find ducks. So they thought the monster was involved. The suspicion was confirmed when they noticed footprints three-toed and webbed around one of the boars. Rather than have a second run-in with the swamp monster, Ford and Mills retreated from Honey Island Swamp 
Later that night, the friends returned to make a cast of the footprints. An Australian zoologist named Gary Oppitt posted information about the Honey Island Swamp Monsters with part mentioning another guy who had seen the creatures. Ted Williams lived in a bayou known as the Honey Island Swamp near New Orleans, Louisiana, for most of his life fishing and trapping. He told family members that he encountered swamp Bigfoots many times. While fishing, one crossed the river and walked right past him. I'd see them swimming in the river and get out on the bank and then disappear into the swamp. He never harmed them and they never acted aggressively towards him. Ted took his boat deep into the swamp to set trout lines and was never seen again. No one has ever found him or his boat. Was this fact? Some zoologist posted it on Facebook. Ah, right. Yes, then. Yes. (laughs) It may be just mint at hide and seek. (laughs) So that's kind of the whole story of it. They did do an actual episode of fact or faked paranormal files oh yeah called the bayou beast river ghost showing mr ford's original film so he's recorded stuff and they've got like Uh, these these actual like casts of the feet that they made as well um the investigators were able to recreate ford's footage with a man dressed in a camouflage ghillie suit used by hunters they deduced the film could simply be mistaken identity on ford's part but didn't rule out that the creature could exist okay so they've proven nothing yeah well, but they shows, proved these shows never do, do they? Yeah, well, they kind of proved that it could have been just a man, right? And then they've gone, but it could have been a monster. Yeah, but the, <laughs> these like fact and fiction, like these swamp monster type shows, there has never, and I've never watched them, right? But, 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 <laughs> no matter, no matter. In every one of these, and I say I should say I've never seen a single one of them, but in every episode, <laughs> no matter what you say now means nothing. Yeah. No, 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 because what I'm going to say is, right, so I imagine this like the 12-part series, one's Loch Ness, one's Bigfoot, one's the Yeti, right, and they've got to try and... I love how you've never seen it and you're now going, well, there's obviously 12 episodes. Well, well however many make a series, right? It's up, for, up for debate. But... but <laughs> But there has never... We'd like to commission you, Jack, to make a six-episode series. That is up for debate. (laughs) But there has never been an episode where they go, bang, confirmed, we found the Yeti. Because that would be on all news channels across the world, right? Yeah. And I've never seen that. So what are they doing for 12 episodes? Just go in. Right, so so the start of the episode and the end of the episode is the same conclusion. Yeah. We don't know if it exists. It finished with, we don't know, but it could be. I imagine there's somewhere to go. Urban legends, basically. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Sorry. So it's fun. It's more fun to talk about it than to confirm it. Yeah. Well, I guess that's why the TV shows last. Because I go, no, it's interesting. Doesn't make a difference, but it's interesting. Right. So so, uh, what have we got to do now? Work out if whether this chicken alligator thing worked. Where, where'd the chicken come from? What? Probably a farm. An egg. You just or said this chicken alligator. Did I say oh, chicken? Yeah, yeah. Did I? Oh, duck. No, monkey. Chimpanzee. Monkey, monkey, monkey alligator. What, what was it? Chimpanzee. Chimpanzee. Chimpanzee fucked the alligator. Chimpanzee fucked the alligator. And yeah, fair. Do you think it's real? <laughs> um, no, but I'd love it if it was. I think it's real. What would a chimpanzee alligator look like? More real than gerbils. Would it swim? There'll be pictures of it if you want to give it a quick Google. Everyone oh, at home, Google this as well. What am I Googling, Stevie? Honey Island Swamp Monster. Honey Island Swamp Monster. Oh! Oh, none of that. That just looks like a big monkey. It doesn't look like an alligator at all. That looks like Bigfoot. You've done Bigfoot. Nah, it's not can big I, for can though, I is it? Please, Jake? Yeah, you can have a look, Robbie. It does look very much look like me on the football field. Oh yeah. That looks like a picture of Bigfoot. Yeah. 
You're all right. right. They've uh, never got very good posture, these monsters, have nah. they? They're always a bit hunched over. Because yeah, they've like... fucking alligators their whole life. <laughs> no, life. they're Fair a result just... of alligator chimp fucking. No one said that that thing's fucking alligators. Oh, it would be, though, wouldn't it? Why? Well, but... the only choice is to fuck its brothers and sisters, or... I don't think they've got morals, have they, these cunts? That no. they are ripping boars' throats out. Exactly. You're not going to go, well, I can't have that. It's in my same bloodline. You're going to fuck whatever you can get. Well, they're not fucking the boars, are they? Maybe they're just they eating fuck, them. How they, do we know? Maybe they fuck boars' throats. Because we haven't seen any chimpanzee boar alligators yet. Okay, next one, Stevie. <laughs> and this is why we're not winning a podcast award. Oh, fuck. So this next one um, isn't great. <laughs> fuck me. Right, well, I might actually need to go and bleed out my ass. So can I go do that? Do you actually want to? Yeah. Go on then. All right. I'll be back in a bit. <laughs> I'll do this one no, with No, don't do it with me. I'm <laughs> going Jack, make my ass bleed. You've been saying for months that you can do an episode together. So while I go and check on my insides, you can go and uh, you can do oh. it. Unlucky, Robbie. Why are you doing this to me? Wait, All right. Am I just explaining this story to yeah, Robbie? Yeah, go on, Stevie. Wait, tell me about this thing while Jack luck has the good luck that he can bleed out his ass. My worry is that it's not very good anyway, so it's just me and you. Well, let's get it done, then. Get it out of the good. way. Just read it. I won't, I'll sit in silence. It's really short. No, don't talk in silence. Speak back to me. <laughs> it's called the... Don't talk in silence. <laughs> it's called the Tailed Slow Loris. It sounds like it's going to be better than you're saying. Mm. <laughs> so th- I'm not even sure if this one counts as a cryptid. Is it slow as in the speed, or is it just, you know, not that bright? Both, probably. Okay. So the Tailed Slow Loris or tailed lemur, was a mystery primate reported from the Lushai Hills of India's Assam state. Its defining characteristics was a long, bushy tail, something which all known species of loris lack. So there are lorises out there. There are slow ones. None of them have tails. Okay. Not proper tails. Right. These ones did. Is that it? (laughs) Kind of, (laughs) yeah. So, although a high-quality photograph of the tailed slow loris was published alongside its original description, the animal has never been reported since. So, they've actually found two of these, took a photo, but it's never been seen since. Sorry, is this just an animal with a with a long with a different tail to other animals? Yeah. So it's not no. There's no interspecies sex. No, not in this one. But the only reason I wanted to put this one in All is right. because the reason it's never been seen since is quite funny. I think. Okay. So. There's only one known sighting of the tailed slow loris, and it's from a reliable source, and there's photographic evidence. Thomas Henry Diggs-Latouche, a member of the Lushai expedition of 1889, captured and photographed two of these lorises in Assam's Lushai Hills. As I said, it's a short one, but this is why I wanted to put it in. The tailed slow lorises were so sluggish that the explorers didn't bother to secure the cage they put them in, and one day they escaped and vanished into the jungle leaving the photograph as the only evidence of their existence. So they actually caught these. They were 100% real. And they were so shit, they thought there's no point in locking this cage, but they got out. Yeah, they got out and just ran away. But because of that, they've never been seen since either. Um, And there's a zoologist called Carl Schuker, and he said, personally, although I have proposed a scientific name for it, if it does constitute a separate species, I think it's more likely that the tailed slow loris is an atavistic teratological freak variety <laughs> isn't that what you should tell girls in nightclubs you are <laughs> I'm part of the God. teratological God. freak God. variety say to me right, imagine a nightclub say to me I'm Stevie White <laughs> I'm, hi I'm Stevie and I'm whatever that was right. hey hey Stevie hey, how do you know my name already uh, hey hey mystery man hi um, 
I don't know if you're into this, but I'm actually part of the teratological freak variety. Now, I want you to say, I'm Stevie White, and I'm a whatever it was, teratological freak. Hey, 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 baby. What the fuck have I walked in on? <laughs> just, just don't worry. Don't, don't worry. Don't worry about your eyes. Just listen to this. We're in a nightclub. Go on, Stevie. What, are you in a, what one are we doing? Loris. I can't even say it. Hey, 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 girl. Um, Actually, mine... I think I'm bleeding up my arse. <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, girl, I'm I'm Stevie White, and I'm a teratological freak variety. <laughs> I'm part of the teratological freak okay, variety. That, that did it for me. All right. Um, and the tail results from an expression of a rare mutant gene, which would explain the variety's localized dist- uh, distribution and apparent extin- extinction in modern. modern oh, I can't do another Jack's back. Better yeah. without you. Um, yeah, it's basically it just. <laughs> it wasn't a great right, one, but I'll I'll, fi- I'll I'll fill you in. There was, there was a loris. Yeah, it had a different tail. What, the keeper, the French yeah, keeper. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is, is like a, what is a loris? Like an animal? It's like a little lemur type. Okay. Like a sloth. Isn't it? There's a little. Yeah. Okay. There's a loris. This one had a different tail to the others. That's it. <laughs> that's fucking it. They caught it. Took a photo. It escaped. Now that's never seen it again. That's that's Stevie has sat there and gone. That that's good enough for the pod. <laughs> I'm so glad I missed that one. Oh. I only liked it because they, they definitely were a thing. They must have been. Don't do yeah. it again, mate. But they've only <laughs> been seen once. And the guys who caught them went, they'll be all right. Just leave them there. And they obviously just left. Well, there are there are animals in the world that have only ever been seen once. Go on. Um, I don't know. Like, Attenborough talks about them. Gerbils. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well... Don't know about that. Well, Jack, but, you've come back just in time for yeah. Jeff the Talking Mongoose. Okay, yes. yes. Yeah, timed that to perfection, I think. Yaks. Have yaks been seen a lot? Yaks? Yeah. What? I don't know. I've never seen a yak in no. the flesh. I've, I've never seen a yak. They're quite hairy, aren't they? Hey, Siri, what is a yak? Imagine how long it takes them to shave their ass if they've got to go see a male doctor. <laughs> a yak is a long-haired species of cattle known for bleeding from the rectum. <laughs> That's a weird thing to be known for. Yak, mate. <laughs> Good. Oh. Jeff the Talking Mongoose. In September 1931, the Irving family consisted of James, Margaret, and a 13-year-old daughter named Vwari. So they had a 13-year-old talking mongoose. <laughs> What's the daughter's name? It's like a sitcom. <laughs> I listened to a couple of things where they speak about it. Some people called her Vori, some said Vori. I'm going to say Vori because it's easier. Yeah. Vori. Don't worry about it. Go on. And they claimed that they heard persistent scratching, rustling, and vocal noises behind their farmhouse's wooden wall panels that variously resembled a ferret, a dog, or a baby. <laughs> Don't know why they got babies in their walls. Imagine that. You give birth. Yeah, it's a beautiful baby. Or a ferret or a dog. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, just the scratching the sounds. Noise? Oh, it's the sound. Oh, is that the baby crying? No, it's a ferret. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a scratching, rustling, <laughs> and vocal. Oh, yeah, vocal noises. Yeah. yeah. According to the Irvings, a creature named Jeff introduced itself <laughs> and oh, told them it was a mongoose born me. in New Delhi, India, in 1852. So <laughs> this is 1931, so this, this mongoose is 80 years old. According to Vori, Jeff was the size of a small rat with a yellowish fur and a large bushy tail. Aww. The Irvings say that Jeff communicated to them that he was an extra, extra clever mongoose, an earthbound spirit and a ghost in the form of a mongoose, and once said, I am a freak. I have hands and I have feet, and if you saw me, you'd faint. 
you'd be petrified, mummified, turned into stone or a pillar of salt. Who's he Isn't saying this to? To the Irvings, the family who live in the house. So he's saying, if you saw me, you would faint, but he's saying this to them. Yeah, but he's in the walls. Oh, fuck me. Jeff the Talking Mongoose lives in the walls, Jack. Of course he does. Why is he going to do this to them? Why is he turning He doesn't want to. He's just saying that he's he's dodgy. (laughs) He's saying, I don't want to do this, but I've got the power to do it. So watch yourselves. So the Irvings made various claims about Jeff. He supposedly guarded their house and informed them of of the approach of guests or any unfamiliar dog. How does he know if he's in the walls? How can he hear or see? They said that if someone had forgotten to put out the fire at night, Jeff would go down and stop the stove. The Irvings claimed Jeff would also wake people up when they overslept and whenever mice got into the house. Jeff supposedly assumed the role of the cat, although he preferred to scare them rather than kill them. God. Wake up, you got to go to the doctors. It's me, Jeff the Talking Mongoose. Also, there's mice. Is Jeff the Talking Mongoose Fiona? <laughs> Let's call her that now. Yeah, Does she yeah. live in the walls? No, but she wakes me up, tells me I've got to go doctors. <laughs> Let me sleep. It's not 1pm yet. The Irvings say they gave Jeff biscuits, chocolates and bananas. How? Without seeing him? And food was left for him in a saucer that they suspended from the ceiling. What? And which he took when no one was watching. Have you made this up? (laughs) No. Are you searching it? No, I'm just going to... Do you know who... So you said yellow fur, yeah? Yeah. I've got flat Eric in my head. Yeah. That's who I'm thinking yeah, of. Yeah, picture that in the walls. Yeah, I'm picturing yeah. that, yeah. Right, everyone Google Flat Eric and think <laughs> of that in the wall. <laughs> think of that in the wall. So Flat Eric's on the wall. <laughs> and this one in with loads of vodka. <laughs> That's what they've been leaving out for him. Yeah. So they leave it in like this saucepan just hung from the roof and he'll go and grab it when no one's looking. Right. The Irvings claimed that the mongoose regularly accompanied them on trips to the market but always stayed on the other side of the hedges chatting a lot. Yep. It's a neighbour winding them up. Yeah. There's a neighbour shouting through the wall. Oh, I'm Eric the fucking mongoose, mate. I'm 80 years old. I'm from India. Uh, Jeff. Jeff. I'm Jeff the fucking mongoose because Jeff's an Indian name. <laughs> Did he call him Eric? <laughs> yeah, I forgot he was flat Eric. Um, yeah, Jeff the mongoose. The story of Jeff became so popular in the tabloid press and many journalists flocked to the aisle to Gerber, try and... Gerbalists. <laughs> flocked to the aisle to try and catch a glimpse of the creature. Several other people... Both locals and visitors claimed that they've heard Jeff's voice and two claimed to have seen it. However, physical evidence was lacking. Shock. Margaret and Vori Irving left the home in 1945 after the death of James Irving. They reportedly had to sell the farm at a loss because it had the reputation of being haunted. In 1946, Leslie Graham, who had bought the farm, claimed in the press that he'd shot and killed Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) You must get so annoyed at people coming around. Is Jeff there? Oh, I've shot him. I've, I've shot and killed him. Well, you'd keep I, the, ate, you'd, I ate him. You'd keep the corpse though, wouldn't you? The body displayed by Graham was, however, black and white and much larger than the famous mongoose. It's a panda. And Vori Irving, the daughter, was certain that it wasn't Jeff. Right. Well, she I'd, knows Jeff. She only knows Jeff from his voice and it's dead at this point. So nah, she'd seen him. I should send him. In July 1935, a magazine editor known as Rex and a paranormal investigator <laughs> called Harry Price went to the Isle of Man. Right, to sorry, an... Was his name Rex? He was known as Rex. known as Rex. What's his name? What's... I can't remember. I got rid of it from the yeah. thing to make it quicker. A paranormal investigator called Harry Price went to the Isle of Man to investigate the case. They avoided saying that they believed the story, but were careful to report it objectively. 
A book they wrote about the case reported how a hair from the alleged mongoose was given to Harry Price, but he suspected the hair belonged to the Irving's sheepdog, Mona. After sending it to a naturalist, it was identified as a dog hair. What's a naturalist? Someone who wears no clothes, I think. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. <laughs> no, that's a naturist, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh. It's, I don't know. I think someone who works out whether or not that's a mongoose. <laughs> the main role. Price asked the Natural History Museum to evaluate paw prints that Jeff had also ale- allegedly made in plasticine together with an impression of his supposed tooth marks. So the family gave hair to the people to be like, this is Jeff's, by the way. And also they got plasticine out and went, Jeff, when you get a chance, can you come and put your feet in this like, and make a paw print and also bite it so we can prove that you're real if you're not willing to show yourself to people? Yeah? Yeah. yeah. You all right? Was it a dog? It was a dog, wasn't it? Was it? A dog, wasn't it? They couldn't match to any known animal, though it was conceded that one of them might have been conceivably made by a dog. Fuck. He did sake. state that none of the markings had been made by a mongoose. And the final part on this is that upon visiting the Irvings, Price observed double walls of wooden panelling covering the interior of the rooms, which basically had loads of airspace, so that anywhere you spoke in the house, it was like a tube. Right. So if someone was upstairs and spoke into the wall, you could be the other side of the house and the voice would travel through the walls. That's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. But obviously, in their minds, they're then going, well, clearly, someone's just in another someone's room doing it to yeah. wind us oh. up. But it became a huge thing. It was in the press. Like, people went to the house. So I don't get how things like this get in the press. Yeah, it's the Daily if you went, Star. If you go to the press and go, uh, I've got a... Um, there's a talking mongoose that's 80 years old from India. And they go, yeah, front page. That right, would yeah. get in the press, though, because it'd be Robbie Knox loses the fucking plot. Yeah. So there's a contemporary media scholar, Jeffrey Sconce. You're just making it up. No. I was just waiting for you to make a nonce joke. Writes that the most likely explanation is that this extra, extra clever mongoose was an imaginary companion created by the Irvings' extra, extra clever daughter. Right. She died in 2005. What, the daughter? Yeah. And in an interview published late in her life, she maintained that Jeff was not her creation. So even before death, she was going, I didn't make it up. Yeah, but that... Uh, make You're going to say that, aren't you? And uh, make could have made it up. Gone, that'll be funny if you do this. All she right, could I'll be lying. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's possible, but yeah. this isn't real. Yeah. What's her name? Vori. Vori. Vori Irving. I think well, Vori's a bit of a dick. Yeah. I'm Vori, but I have to agree. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh. that that's Jeff the talking mongoose okay, okay um, that's just bollocks that's it? just a little girl just bollocks well an 8 year old girl that was little once just saying there's <laughs> someone behind the wall talking yeah yeah okay uh, give me the squonk this is my favourite okay good yeah. how oh. are you spelling squonk can I guess yeah I think you'll get it right S-Q O-N-K U O-N-K. The U is there. You oh. after Q always, Robbie. Not always. Some, often, more often than not. Yeah. The squonk. <laughs> Good. We're finished there then. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> that was it. The squonk the is a legend. <laughs> the squonk is a legendary creature that lives in hemlock forests of northern Pennsylvania. I've got the etymology for this one. Okay. The scientific name of the squonk, Lacrimacorpus dissolvens, comes from the Latin words meaning tear, body, and dissolve. Sounds like a Harry Potter spell. Yeah. Lacrimorcus dissolvens! There you go. There you go. I've dissolved. 
The earliest known written account of the squonk comes from a book by William T. Cox called Fearsome Creatures of the Lumberwoods with a few desert and mountain beasts from 1910. This is what the book states. It sounds like Roald Dahl, doesn't it? Yeah. The squonk. It does. Mm. Probably the homeliest animal in the world and knows it. To be homely is unattractive in appearance. Is it? Yeah. So yeah. it can mean like homely, like, oh, this place is homely. But if you call someone homely, it could be like, you're unattractive. Wow. Oh. Never knew that. Learn something new, don't you? Mm-hmm. The distribution was once fairly wide, the usual habitat being high plains where desert ve- vegetation was abundant. <laughs> History shows beyond dispute that as these areas gradually changed to swampy lake dotted country, the squonk was forced to take to the water. Of distinctive low mentality. It why, tra- why'd you, why, why'd you nod, nod towards my direction then? I didn't mean to. Low mentality, what's that mean? Dumb. Of distinctive low mentality. <laughs> I think if you had high mentality, you'd know. Congratulations, Mr. Knox. You're in Mensa. You have a high mentality. <laughs> of distinctive. <laughs> Of distinctly low mentality, it travelled constantly around the unaccustomed marshes in search of fodder. With time... <laughs> Why are you saying all these weird words? Because <laughs> this is exactly what he wrote in the book. It was thick, so it went to get some food. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but I'm reading his exact quote. Okay. Yeah, but dumb it down for us. <laughs> With time, it developed webbing between its toes, but only on the submerged left feet. So it's walking around the swamp but only part of it needed to touch the water. Oh. And it evolved and got webbed feet, but only on the left well, side. So all, the, all of this species is doing that. Yeah. Hence, on entering the water, it could swim, but only in circles. And Good. it never got back to shore. Brilliant. So there's fossil bones dredged from these lake bottoms reveal that thousands perished of yeah. starvation in this manner. Can I just say, if it's, if it's going around in circles, and yeah. it's only got one foot in the water before it decides to swim, it will get back to shore, won't it? Because it will go big circle and then end up where he was. But if it fell in a bit? Well, if it fell in a bit, it'd still be very close to the shore. It'd be like you doing your three metre swimming badge. You fall in, you get the fucking certificate, can't? Yeah, but then you can't get out. All right. Drowns. <laughs> TJ. It's a most retiring, bashful, crepuscular animal. Garbed in a loose, warty, singularly ill-fitting skin. Crepuscular means appearing or active in twilight. He knew that question was coming, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. I prepared. So it's So what, like like, like the vampire thing? Yeah, Yeah. likes being about So what's it look like? It's got loose, warty, ill-fitting skin. Like your ball bag. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? What's this, what's this thing called? The squonk. It's squid. <laughs> the squonk is always unhappy, even morbid. Like your ball bag. <laughs> he is given to constant weeping over his really upsetting appearance and, and can sometimes be tracked to his tear-stained trail. Take it away, Jack. <clears throat> like your ball bag. <laughs> I like how you went up at the end on that one. Yeah. Moonlight, moonlight nights are the best for squonk hunts, for the animal prefers to lie quiet in its hemlock home, fearing, should it venture forth, that it might catch a glimpse of itself in some moonlit pool. Sometimes you can hear one weeping softly to himself. Does it look like, what does this look like? A duck or what? Search I'm, it. Search squonk. I'm imagining a platypus. 
Yeah, so think that kind of thing. Really loose-fitting skin, warty, so ugly that all it does is cries. Like your ball bag. <laughs> oh, hello. Oh. That's quite cute. Oh, it does look like a ball bag. Yeah. The sad it's like one of those spot. little mole rat things, doesn't it? Naked mole rat, but with, yeah, really loose-fitting skin. Yeah, it looks like um, this one here with its big sort of ears looks like... Um, do you remember those things that used to live on the moon, Robbie? <laughs> Such Alf. a weird sentence. It oh, like it does Alf. look a bit like Alf. It does actually. look like Alf. Yeah. I was thinking more of those things that used to live on the moon. Don't... Little pink things. Neil Armstrong. <laughs> those, you didn't live there. Those little pink things that used to live on the moon. What are you going on about? Hey Siri, Google what are those little pink things that used to live on the moon? Child porn. <laughs> most mental Google search. Clangers. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, actually yeah. come up with it as well. The clangers. Can we also state that when we all said it looked like Alf, we didn't mean Alfie? <laughs> yeah. Oh look, see Stevie, look. Doesn't that look like the clangers? Yeah, it does a bit, but yeah. imagine looser, more ill-fitting skin. Yeah, the clangers, an eight-year-old clanger. So the squonk is basically a small and ugly creature. So I'm not reading that thing anymore. So it's basically a really small and ugly creature. Mm. And because the skin is so ill-fitting and covered with warts and other blemishes, it hides from being seen and spends most of its time weeping sorrowfully all over its ugliness. Oh. Hunters can follow the trail of tears and find the squonk under hemlock trees. I love a squonk. Do, uh, do, sorry. Go on, you, carry on. On the subject of ill-fitting skin, <laughs> have um, you ever been to the Horniman Museum in South East London? I know the answer's going to be no. No what? The Horniman Museum. Funny name, yes. Horny men. Horny man. Is it not about that? It's, no, it's, it's, a, it's, it's just a random museum that some bloke, probably called Horniman, uh, found. And they've got a walrus in it. Yeah. But what happened was they shot like a walrus, skinned it, and sent it back to get it stuffed. But the guy who was doing the stuffing had never seen a walrus. So he didn't know they had no skin. So it looks like a walrus that's on the verge of exploding. It's amazing. Really? Yeah. No, but, I need to see that. Well, I've... you can go and see it there, but this is what the Horniman walrus looks like. Oh, well, I have seen that somewhere. Yeah, well, there we go. I've seen that. I've seen the tiger version of it as well. What, they don't They have... sent a tiger over from another country yeah. and had never been seen um, by the king or whoever it was that wanted it. So they had to do the taxidermy on it but no one who could do it knew what they looked like. Fuck and it right. is mental. Can you search the tiger? You would write in the tiger. Just write <laughs> weird tiger taxidermy. I'm sure it will come up. Weird. What? And does it look like that seal, like massive? No. They just had to guess what it looked like based on the skin alone. Why don't they just Google it? When do you think this was done, Jack? I don't know. Oh, yes. <laughs> yep. 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 <laughs> Jack. Oh, giddy. I want you to try and keep a straight face here, Jack. Okay. You've got to try not to smile. So get, get a straight face. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm excited. Is that the best one? That's the full body that's of it. Best. That's a good face, yeah, though. the best one is that. There we go. Straight face. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like how it's got human yeah, teeth? Yeah, just like, type in weird tiger taxidermy It looks like home. the crack fox. So <laughs> yeah, it, it basically does. happened loads back in the day when they didn't know what exotic animals looked like because right. you couldn't travel and stuff, but they wanted them to be like, oh, I've got one of these. Yeah. Like, that is not what it's meant to look like. <laughs> That's good. That is good. So, squonk. Squonk. Basically crying all the time. Hates how ugly it is. I relate. <laughs> a book called Fearsome Creatures was released in 1939, which tells the story of a hunter who actually managed to catch a squonk. Mr. J.P. Wentling, formerly of Pennsylvania, 
but now at St. Anthony Park, Minnesota, had a disappointing experience with a squonk near Montalto. He made a clever capture by mimicking the squonk and inducing it to hop into his sack. Good. <laughs> in, ball sack. Yeah. in which he was carrying it home when suddenly the burden lightened and weeping ceased. Wentling unslung the sack and looked in and there was nothing but tears and bubbles. Oh, oh, I really like the squonk. I These, like a squonk. Is it cum though? What? What are the bubbles? It's just from his tears, Jack. Why has he come as he's disappeared? <laughs> he's come so much he's evaporated. <laughs> I've squonked everywhere <laughs> from my ball bag. So oh. the squonk's actually quite popular. So there's some yeah. pop pop culture references. Steely like. Dan. Oh, you know Steely Dan, I assume. I know, not personally. I no. don't, what is that? It's a band. So Steely Dan mentioned the creature in the song Any Major Dude Will Tell You on their 1974 LP, Pretzel Logic, with the lyric, Have you ever seen a squonk's tears? Well, look at mine. Mm. And then the third track on Genesis' 1976 album, A Trick of the Tale, is called Squonk. The song recounts the legend of a hunter who captured a squonk. So this is, who's who's in Genesis? Was that Phil Collins? Phil Collins was singing these lyrics. Wow. Now, listen here. Listen to me. Don't you run away now. I am a friend. I'd really like to play with you. Making noises my little furry friend would make. I'll trick him. Then I'll kick him into my sack. You better watch out. You better watch out. I've got you. I've got you. You'll never get away. Walking home that night, the sack across my back, the sound of sobbing on my shoulder. When suddenly it stopped, I opened up the sack. All that I had, a pool of bubbles and tears. Just a pool of tears. Fucking hell. I'd like to listen to that song. Yeah, sounds Every good. day for the rest of my life, actually. It's um, it's weird. Have you, have you tried yeah, to I listen get, to it? Have I tried it? <laughs> yeah, I gave it a go. I, I, I should have really learned it and sung it to you there. Yeah. But yeah, you guys should listen to it. Sorry, I'm just looking at I've been trying to listen to Steve Smith. I've been looking at this picture of Funny Ocelot for a while. <laughs> really, honestly, I'd turn this off and just Google, like, well, terrible taxidermy. Yeah, just it. do that. That will finish there. I like the squonk. I like the squonk. I want to get a little squonk tattoo. It was squaid. Please get a squonk tattoo. Do you reckon that anyone else has ever had a squonk tattoo? Not a chance. Squonk. Yes, that it will have happened, yes. Squonk tattoo. No. Yeah, the squonk, no. the squonk tattoos. The squonk. Oh, there's it, loads. It looks like a melting gerbil. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah, but how have you ever seen a gerbil, Jack? No, I haven't, but how I imagine one would look like if it was melting. This girl's got a squonk on her back. <laughs> that was Jack. <laughs> imagine that. Me and your girl think, oh, she's cute. And go and undress, she's got a squonk on her back. <laughs> Is that I'd that love it. I'd love it. Know? I'd squonk my pants if I saw that, I think. <laughs> I think you should get a yak tattoo. A yak tattoo? Yeah. No, nah, because that would remind me of death. Yak, mate. Yeah. I like it. I'll get a squonk. Get a little squonk. You tattoo. wouldn't get a squonk. I'm actually saying that. I've seen your other tattoos. Yeah. I would. Still wouldn't be your worst. That'd be an upgrade, wouldn't it? You On which one? All of them. <laughs> Not my na- portrait of my nanny granddad. I quite like that. But keep yeah. your head up, keep your heart strong. It'll, it'll yeah. rival that. Jigsaw. Cover it. See if you can get it covered up with a squonk. There's so much loose skin. You could probably do it. <laughs> or why don't I get a squonk underneath it and then put that text in a bubble writing? Like the squonk's giving me motivational speech. That's I'd really good. just fuck that up. That would be that. really good. <laughs> Please do it. Go on like tattoo fixers, they'll sort of wear. All right, if anyone out there, if anyone out there is a tattooist and wants to tattoo me. Wants would to... you actually let someone put a squonk on you? If they're a good tattooist, <laughs> yeah. Bagging squonk on it. Yes. So, yes. 
yeah. I like how your your worry of it is that they need to be a good tattoo artist. Yeah, like, well, I don't want it to be done terribly. I, I want, want a it... good quality squonk. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll squonk it up. I'll squonk it okay, up. Okay, I'm so intrigued. Someone will DM you yeah. after this. Email me, DM me. Title it squonk. You... <laughs> Oh, I'll fall into the head of squonks. <laughs> You'll definitely get a squonk. I'll get a handles, I think. <laughs> I'll get a squonky. I'll get a squonk, yeah. I like, the, this is the kind of thing that falls under the long list of things that we say on the pod that we'll never do. Yeah, but you know this I will has to be do done. this because it requires no work. Yeah, this does, I do think you might get a squonk. Yeah, no, it has to be done. Yeah. All right, I'll squonk it up. There we go. That has been the Cryptids app. Four short stories about four mental animals. We had the Honey Island Swamp Monster. We had the talking mongoose that live in the walls. We had the squonk. And then we had that one that I missed. Yeah, it was three weird animals and uh, Loris with a slightly different tail. <laughs> <laughs> Stevie, for some reason, thought was acceptable. I just like that he left. Yeah. I like yeah. that they went, nah, don't worry about him. I listened to three and that was already too many. Uh, this has been Jack Makes Happy Hour Podcast with Stevie White, Robbie Knox and me. I will see you again in a couple of days, or will I? Depending on the results. See you Fucking in a hell! Jack makes happy hour. <laughs>